I am Nina Nichols. I am a wife to an RPI graduate. Julia and I live just up the road on Burdett. I am the mother of three children who grew up in Troy, attended Troy schools, and are now in college. I have spent my life committed to community and public service and advocacy for what is good and right and just. The last 10 plus years, I've been at Unity House in development and advocacy, helping connect individuals, private foundations, and corporate donors to opportunities for making life better for people who are struggling. I've served on many local boards, most recently as the president of the Oakwood Community Center Board. I was on the Troy City Council in 2012 and successfully wrote or advanced legislation to improve the quality of life for our residents, support small businesses, and move us to being a greener and more sustainable Troy. I'm currently a Rensselaer County Legislator serving on the Veterans and Youth Committee, Health, Planning, and Tourism Committee. I am running for mayor because I love Troy, and I think it can be better. Thank you, Nina Nichols. And now, Carmela Mantello, opening statements. Most of you know me. You know I'm not a fancy talker. I tell it straight, and I speak frankly. So in the plainest possible language, these are a few things you should know about me and what I stand for. I love this city and its people with a passion. Troy is in my blood. I'm born and raised in North Central, grew up in the Berg, daughter of the Troy policemen. I gave birth to one of our sons at Burdett, and my husband Paul and I have raised our family here. I support our police, our firefighters, I oppose Sanctuary City, and I will not raise your taxes. The truth is, instead of a lot of talking, I prefer doing. When there's a problem, I don't sit behind my desk. I get out on the streets any time of the day or night. The removal of privately owned lead pipes that connect to city water mains is a critical public health issue. If elected, what would be your strategy to address the lead pipe issue? This past year, about seven months ago, the city council actually found out that a half million dollars was being sat on and not implemented to address the lead pipe issue here in the city of Troy. So the council with the mayor implemented lead pipe replacement program. The council appropriated $3 million to date. We're five months into the program. About 80 homes have been rectified where we are replacing lead pipes. I am committed to a 25 to $30 million program. The mayor stated it'll take seven to 10 years. I am pledging tonight in my first term of office is if I win, we will have all lead pipes replaced within my first term. Candidate Nichols. So I also pledge to have the lead service lines replaced during my first term. I um, want to say that that money came to the city of Troy, um, not only during the Madden administration, but also during my opponent's tenure on the council. Um, that was a significant amount of money and obviously should have been utilized as quickly as possible for the very reason that it is such a public health um, issue and particularly for our youngest and most vulnerable Trojans. 
We could have looked to any number of other models considering every other municipality who received these funds managed to expend them quickly. And it's not an excuse that the actual cost for the program far exceeds the grant that we've got. That was the same issue that all of the other municipalities faced. And of course, the strategy now is to go for every available dollar there is to help us do that as fast as possible. So the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act has a significant amount, $55 billion of money that we should be going for, as well as state investments to do that. What priorities will be reflected and emphasized in your first budget? So um, I've talked about wanting to invest in every neighborhood, protect our families, and encourage economic growth and pipelines to jobs. To make this be a safer, cleaner, greener Troy for everyone who lives, learns, works, and plays here. We've been in an austerity budget where we haven't been investing in ourselves. And during that time, our city workforce has, is worse for the wear because of it. And because of that, so are our services. So in order to get to safer or cleaner or greener, we're gonna have to staff up and we're gonna have to look at the salary package that we offer our city workers. We have to be competitive with the private sector and right now you could get a job at McDonald's or Taco Bell and make more than what you could in some of the very hard jobs that we ask our staff to do. A particular department that I've already talked about being concerned with is our code enforcement department. We haven't had a director of code for a very, very long time. I would hire additional code inspectors that I would dedicate first to preserving our vacant buildings and attending to that, both in inventory and going after people who are letting their buildings become a demolition by neglect case study. I would dedicate the staff that it would take to run an effective residential occupancy program, recognizing that between our vacant buildings and our negligent landlords, that is a key way to invest in the public safety in our community. Mandela, what priorities will be reflected and emphasized in your first budget? First and foremost, director of code, super important, but I'm so much different. I'm all about boots on the ground. We have over 40 vacancies right now in the city of Troy. That is abysmal. I was on site for two and a half days during the massive water main break, which lost five million gallons of water up in the berg. And I saw firsthand our DPU staff. They literally lost their DPU commissioner, superintendent, that Friday. On Monday or Tuesday, we had the water main break. The administration actually had an outside contractor all ready to go. Our DPU staff said, no, we're going to show that we can do this in-house. That's an example of the people that work day in and day out in City Hall. But guess what? Their morale right now is horrible. They have over 40 vacancies. They're getting no supervision. They're getting no management, no leadership. I see it firsthand. You know what they tell us? We want to boost our morale. We want to go out there. We want a quality of life task force, but the mayor doesn't want to implement it. I will bring that leadership. I will bring that management. That's what I'm going to bring to the city of Troy, not just directors, boots on the ground. What is a city infrastructure project completed during the last four years that you think took too long and cost too much? And what would you have done differently? 
I guess the infrastructure improvements in our parks could have been invested more quickly. And I do think that we should make it a goal as a city to have the best parks and playgrounds in the capital region. People should know that when they come here, their families will be served by the opportunities to enjoy those spaces. So I look at the Geneva Pompeii Park that got a significant investment and major improvements and how that community is able to enjoy what's there. Our other parks deserve that kind of time and attention and opportunity. I do also want to say, um, recognizing that the questions come from, um, from all over Troy and people don't necessarily always have the information about what's going on in our city. Um, again, we just went through COVID. We had supply chain issues. We had workforce challenges, not just in the city of Troy, but by the people who were providing services. And so sometimes it's helpful to give context to our neighbors and our neighborhoods about why some projects are taking longer than we think they should. Candidate Mantello. First and foremost, when it comes to infrastructure, um, there is no wasted dollars. Infrastructure is key to not just economic development, but public safety, public health, you name it. We worked with the mayor to invest $40 million into our water main uh, to date. That is under budget. Our water extends from Tom Hannock all the way down to Scattercoke. But I'm very, very upset about our parts plan. The city council appropriated, we bonded three and a half years ago, $2 million, another $2 million in ARPA. We are just seeing shovels in the ground. And contrary to what my opponent said, had nothing to do with COVID, et cetera. The designs were done three years ago. Those monies, they did not get into the ground quick enough.